Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast. Each week, your host, Casey Haston, Director of Recruiting at VIP, will bring you valuable insights from thought leaders, introduce you to incredible companies, and bring you tips for landing your dream job from our team of executive recruiters at VIP. And now, Casey Haston. Welcome to the We Are VIP podcast, a podcast devoted to adding value to your career or candidate search brought to you by VIP. I'm your host, Casey Haston. I'm an, an executive recruiter, director of recruiting with VIP, and you're all around hiring guru. Although, I may have somebody here today that might want to challenge me on that hiring guru. So let's welcome back to the show. Today on the show, I'd like to welcome Trevor Houston from the Who You Know Job Networking Show, an excellent resource for our listeners that are in job transition. Trevor is a firm believer that when it comes to your job search, that it isn't about who you know or what you know, about who you know that matters most. I totally botched that, Trevor. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor helps job seekers level up their networking skills to find their next positions and is here today to share some of the newest resources available to those looking for a job. And I just want to say hello to my dear friend, Trevor Houston yes. in the house with us today. It's yes, awesome. yes, yes. Let's go. I love this. This is awesome. I'm excited. And you just wrapped up your show yes. like moments ago. Yeah, like just two seconds ago. Like ran down the hall. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> today is one of those go, 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 go days. I was just telling you, I'm in the flow today. Like right. We're, we're here, so you're going to get some good content. This is going to be awesome. You. Awesome. <laughs> Anytime, in fact, we were talking about a conversation earlier, and he was like, just stop. We're going to talk about that once we get on yeah. the recording. Because yeah, yeah. It's we always can just so chat. We're like... Yeah, I know. You're like my sister. You know? I know. And I want to tell everybody how how we met because it's been a long time since you've been on the show. Yeah. And I just want to remind people because the tool of how we met is something you are a huge proponent of. Yes. So you want to tell the story? Well, okay. So it all started with uh, one of our workshops where we teach job seekers how to get noticed and we teach them a strategy to use uh, a video email, right? Where they mm -hmm. embed a video inside an email and there's actually a tool called BombBomb, B-O-M-B-B-O-M-B. -B -B -B. It's the BombBomb. It's the BombBomb. <laughs> it is the bomb.com. It's actually what I was featured on Forbes for. It's called the Trojan Horse Strategy. So what happens is the job seeker sends that email into the employer. The employer is so blown back by it, they're wowed by it because they, they don't get that, right? right. They get, they get um, emails with black and white text. They don't get a video. So they get this video, they're, they're wowed by it, and it impresses them, and they start to forward it to the other decision makers, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why we call it the Trojan Horse. And uh, so I was teaching that uh, strategy to Tommy Crenshaw, shout Tommy out. Tommy Crenshaw, COO. And then what did he do? He sent a bomb bomb to me, yep. my very first bomb bomb that I ever got, yep. and I was blown away. Number one, I'd never heard of you guys, and I was like, what? Who are these people? But, you know, I trusted Tommy. He had, he had hired from me. You know, mm. he was my client, and I wanted to make sure that I, you know, obviously met you guys because he recommended you. I don't ever turn down an introduction. I love to meet people. Right? Yes. And so I had opened that up and when I saw it and he was like, and he had his little sign. Yes. Casey. Yes. You need to meet. The whiteboard. The whiteboard. Yep. And so you knew that that was right for me. Right? right. And I watched it and I watched it again and I was like, this is really cool. You're like, this is different. And then I went and showed it to my managing partner at VIP and I was like, look at what I just got. <laughs> you know? 
and I think I sent it to a few people because I didn't know you guys could track it. Yes. So on the other end, Tommy is looking at it going, wow, this video was just viewed 15 times. Right. That's why it's called the Trojan Horse. So when you send that email in, uh, uh, did he send it to you in email or on LinkedIn or how did he send it to you? LinkedIn. He's in our LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, he didn't get that same tracking. Well, he would have seen that that video would have been viewed multiple times. Right. But um, he wouldn't have seen like by who. So what's awesome about the email is that you get that tracking in real time. You get that analytics. And so for a job seeker, who's in the dark, who's most of the time, who's being ghosted by employers, right? For them to know, oh my gosh, and they get the analytics and they're looking at their phone and they go, wow, my video was just viewed 15 times. It's not the same person watching the video. Sometimes it is. (laughs) Yes, sometimes, but you gotta think about that. Like think about, you wouldn't have watched it 15 times. No. Right, you may have watched it two, maybe three, right? Because you're like, ooh, this is different. But beyond that, uh, what's happening is you showed your I showed my managing partner. Bingo, right? Yeah. And so that's what's happening. And so they go viral within the company. And it's just been an amazing thing. And I originally started teaching that as really purely concept because I knew it worked in my business and financial services. So it worked there. I'm like, if I was a job seeker, I would do the exact same thing. So, and I know a lot of people are resistant to this, but think about it. If you're emailing, and I know you teach this, but if you're emailing those hiring managers after the after your interview yep. that they never respond yep you're gonna know because you've got those analytics if you do a bomb bomb yep that they've seen what you have to say right or how about this what happens if they ghost you okay if they ghost you and then three months later you start seeing that your video is being watched <gasps> what does that tell you oh ah, that's good right? yeah. it tells you still got a heartbeat you're still alive barely they're, they're, they're inter- yeah you you know they may have um passed on you and then you know something happened maybe they hired somebody and then it didn't work didn't out work out right and yep. so now they're like looking again but it tells you you're still alive there's some form of interest still there and so that's a great time to follow up yes absolutely and follow-up is so key. I know you teach that in a lot of your lessons. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, this has been a rough time for us. Yes. You know, and a lot of us are still not out there in the world. We were talking about social networking earlier and or lack thereof. But what are some new tools that prospective job seekers can use today in this pandemic situation? Well, there's a lot of tools. I mean, I think uh, COVID just kind of helped Uh, expedite this for folks, right? Because now uh, everybody is on the same page when it comes to technology. Like you have to, otherwise Mm -hmm. you've been living under a rock. So if you're not on Zoom and if you're not doing these meetings and you're not networking and you're not connecting using technology, this is stuff that I was trying to teach people. And it was like, it was tough because it was just out of the norm. Well, guess what? It's the norm. It is the norm. So if you're not, if you're shy, if you're not on camera, if you're not on video, this is stuff I've been teaching for years. And you know what's funny? There's still resistors. There are. I want to share something with you that I heard the other day. It was a quote from the CEO of Microsoft, and I can't remember his name right now. But he said that because of this pandemic, we have made leaps in technology by two years in two months. Yeah, I would I would agree with that 100%. We, you know, I remember in my business in financial services, like, um, we would do Zoom uh, financial meetings with our clients, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, the reason why we did that is to make it convenient, make it easy, make right. it simple for them, for people to get to us, right? And I remember in the beginning, like when we started doing that, there was some resistance to it. And I'm like, I'm giving you Amazon. I'm giving you convenience. I'm giving you ease. 
and you're resisting, right? It, there was still some resistance, mm -hmm. and there still is to this day, but you know what? It, it totally expedited that. So many yep. people are more comfortable with it. It is the new norm. So if you're not doing these things, yep, exactly, you got to just, you just got to do it. Do it scared. <laughs> I just changed my quote yeah? from the Eleanor Roosevelt quote on my email. Okay. That says, do one thing every day that scares you. Yes. I love that you just said that. Do it scared. Well, I, I tell you what, I've been uh, just absolutely on fire and uh, totally terrified today. This whole day has been amazing. I, I tell people fear is actually opportunity in disguise. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's the enemy trying to hold you back from that opportunity. The enemy wants to lie, kill, and destroy it. He wants to, to use fear to, to hold you back from opportunity, right? And he'll disguise it as fear. It's really, again, uh, it, it fear is just um, opportunity in disguise. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So you talk a lot about social media. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's go there for a second. So I'm a job seeker. Mm -hmm. Why do I need social media? Oh my gosh. Cause you got to market yourself. You got to bring yourself to market. Okay. Mm -hmm. I want to, I want to paint a picture for you real quick. McDonald's. Do they have the best uh, uh, hamburger? The best hamburger in the world? No, but they do have the best French fries. They do have really good French fries. <laughs> I will tell you that. But we can all agree. I'm pretty sure everybody yeah. can agree that, that you've had a better hamburger than McDonald's. But why do they sell more hamburgers than anybody else on the planet? Tell me. Marketing. They are the best at marketing, right? And it's it's no different. Like, okay, if you're a job seeker, you need to market yourself. You need to get on social media. You need to bring awareness. It's the In the marketing funnel, the very first step is awareness. And if no one knows you exist, Grant Cardone says this, if, you, if no one knows you, then no one flows you, right? So you could be the best, most qualified candidate on the planet. You can do amazing things, but no one knows you exist. You're not going to get the job. But flip that reverse in reverse. And let's just say you're kind of a mediocre candidate. Like you've got some of the skills, but you're not like the all-star candidate. But right. guess what? You're the most visible, you know, uh, you, people you've been seen by employers. You're going to be the one that gets the job over the one that has more skills. So you need to get on social media. You need to market yourself. You need to be doing video and different uh, content strategy to bring awareness that you are the go-to person in your industry. Well, and I want to ask you too, so let's talk about do's and don'ts of social networking. Okay. Because I get hit up a lot of times and I'm like, ooh. Yeah. So. Delete Facebook. We're not deleting Facebook. Delete Facebook. <laughs> get rid of it. No, I, I wouldn't delete your account but get it off of your phone because Facebook is just negativity. It is the most toxic social yeah, media platform. True. It is divisive. It's the most toxic uh, social media platform that exists today. So uh, you don't need that when you're you're trying to elevate your mindset. Right. You don't need to open your phone and go and be drugged down. So I would say get it off your phone, get Facebook out of there, right? You need to be, uh, LinkedIn is a very positive platform. Mm -hmm. Everybody on LinkedIn is there to champion you, yep. to lift you up, to help you out, to celebrate when you, when you win. Like LinkedIn is very positive. Facebook, not so much. No, I, I wouldn't disagree with that at all. And you know, I've unfollowed people, especially in the last few months, um, just because of that, because I'm, I, I that can be a whole nother show. Yeah, we can get into Facebook. that. <laughs> we can get into that. <laughs> so, but do's and don'ts. Okay. Yes. So when I, I think one of the things I hate the most is when somebody connects with me and then immediately starts to sell me. Yeah. They try to DM you up right off the bat. Right. Yep. So how do you recommend that people like if I'm, I haven't 
you're my hiring manager. I want to get a job with you, but I haven't, you know, established any kind of rapport. What do I need to do? Yes. So this is, this goes back to that strategy we were talking about with using those bomb bomb videos. So here's what I teach a lot of the job seekers to do. So the first step is to identify who those decision makers are, find out where they are, you know, uh, what target companies you're looking at, go find them on LinkedIn. Okay. Find those decision makers and then go look at the all activity section on their profile. Mm -hmm. Find out what they're posting. What are they commenting on? What do they like? What commonality, what conversation can you build on? Right. So that you have a little bit of insight. You do need to do a little light stocking. Don't just go in super cold. You need to have something to build a conversation mm -hmm. on. And you can do that by the all activity section from there. Use that tool I was talking about, BombBomb. You can actually send a video comment, okay? They will never get one of these. No one does this, okay? So that's the advantage. You are gonna stand out way above. Matter of fact, let's just say they had 100 comments on that post. All of those comments are black and white text, every single one of them. But when you send a video comment with their name on it, if it says Casey across it, or on a whiteboard, mm -hmm. and uh, there's an animated GIF, okay? So the first three seconds loop. So you're gonna see your own name flashing at you because I'm gonna go in and out of the camera, in and out of the camera. I'm gonna flash your name at, your, at you, right? You will press play without a doubt. You have to. 100%. You're so curious at you, that point. Curiosity killed the cat. You will press yeah. play. So one of my friends, he's a great sales trainer, and he just recently posted a video on LinkedIn, and I think this is a great tip. And he called it, Say My Name. Okay. And he said that in a 30-minute conversation, you should say the person's name at least eight times. I like that, yes. To build rapport. 100%, and I'm awful at that, I will tell you. And I, You're I, awful at pronunciations. Um, I was watching today's show. Oh, I'm so bad <laughs> I'm at names. I'm like the worst show host. I'm like, and the next guest is, and I totally <laughs> mess it up. Um, but no, you're right. That is definitely, like, I've always noticed the really, really, really phenomenal salespeople, they do that, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you go, if you, if you can think about someone who's just a phenomenal salesperson, they will. They'll say your name over and over and over. Right there within, like, the first three to five minutes of the conversation, they're going to repeat your name, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And you feel special. So as a hiring manager, how do you think that technique would land? I think it would work really well. It's hundred percent because you're building rapport. Yeah. You're making them feel like they're the only, like they are the purpose of the meeting. They're the only one in the room. You're, you're building them up. Um, yes, it, it will work extremely well. As a matter of fact, they're going to feel bad that they're not doing it back. And, and what happens is you start to train the other person on the other end of the conversation yeah. to start doing that same uh, tactic. Well, and as you're doing that, you're automatically, every time they say your name, that's tripping a little loop in their head, right? And so you're going to be remembered above the other candidates. It also positions authority. It totally positions authority, right? And so when you're going into an interview, it's almost like, okay, if you're the, the candidate, you're down here. Mm -hmm. And the hiring manager's up here. Right. Right? As far as authority goes. But it really, you're equal. It's an equal conversation about... Um, you know, is this a good fit for me? Is it a good fit for you? Exactly. Right. It's supposed to be equal. So what you're doing is when you start saying the name over and over, you're actually raising your authority so that you can meet them eye to eye. And so I think that's a great uh, strategy that um, 
I'm going to start teaching, actually. The other <laughs> we, we had this conversation. I don't even teach that, but that's good. That's good stuff. You know what? I should introduce you to my friend that did the video on it. Maybe he can go on Who You Know. I love it. Let's do it. Nick Capozzi, I'm calling you out. If I had a mic, one of my mic drops, I would drop it right now. We would do this. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's really good at that, and I think he's got a lot of tips that even though he applies them to sales techniques, they work for the job seekers as well. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Uh, job search is sales. It is. It is sales. You have to sell yourself. You have to market yourself. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to learn how to follow up and interview. It is sales. And that's why I've been so successful in training job seekers through this process is because that's what I do. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business owner. And I coach people how to, how to do these things that I had to go through. I had to go through this. I remember when I left the auto industry and I got into financial services, it was a whole new world. And I was having to learn how to network and do my elevator pitch and how to follow <laughs> up and all of these things that I am now teaching and training job seekers to do so that they can go crush it in their, in their world. But yeah, it is sales. So, and I want to tell you something, and I don't know if we've talked about this before or not, but one of the things that I do is I don't teach my candidates when I'm coaching them to get ready for an interview to do an elevator pitch. Mm, yeah. I teach them to have a commercial. Have I told you this? Uh, no, but I'm hearing it now for the first time and for the first time on the We Are a VIP podcast. Here it is. <laughs> I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast before. So I'm going to tell you about my little philosophy on the commercial. All right, quick. let's go. So a commercial is short and sweet mm -hmm. and it's got a hook to keep you from changing the channel. True. Okay. So what I tell my candidates is I want you to find something about yourself that's short and sweet. When they ask you that question, tell me a little bit about yourself, mm -hmm. right? First question, all interviews, just yep. about, just to break the ice. Something that's professionally related, but maybe not glaring on your resume. And I want you to think about this. Do you remember the commercial? You may be too young. Puppy Monkey Baby? No. <laughs> Don't remember that at all. <laughs> it was a Super Bowl commercial. Okay. And it was puppy on the bottom, monkey in... No, it was puppy on the top, monkey in the middle, baby on the bottom. Okay. Puppy Monkey Baby. It was the weirdest creature ever. To this day, and it's probably been 20 years, I still remember Puppy Monkey Baby dancing around the frat room. It was for an energy drink. Okay? okay, that's the hook. That's the hook. And so what I tell my candidates is I want you to be like the puppy monkey baby. I want you to be <laughs> dancing around in that hiring manager's head when he's interviewing other candidates. Yes. You've got to give him a hook. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I mean, I don't know the, the commercial, but um, I'll probably, I'm going to go look it up now. <laughs> and it's going to stick with me. And, and that's the hook, right? It's going to stick yeah. with you. Yeah, I like that. That's really good. So, um, What do you think? I'm going to ask you a question now. <gasps> Flip-flop. Again. I know. I, look, I'm in, I'm in the flow. I told you I'm in the flow. Ask me. So I'm going to flip it around. Um, we do shows and podcasts yeah. and all this stuff, right? What do you think about the Job Seeker podcast? I, so give me a little bit more context. Okay. So I'm a job seeker, right? Yep. Pretend I'm a job seeker and, I, and I'm going to start my own podcast, okay? It's yeah. going to be called the Job Seeker podcast, right? So let me give you my intro. Uh-huh. Right, I'm going to give you my intro right now. Hey, welcome to the Who You Know. Oh, I went to the Who You Know. I did it. Yeah, it's on. like... Welcome to the Job Seeker Podcast. My name is Trevor Houston. And on this show, you're going to have to tell me why before I apply. I reverse engineer the job search process. And I want to know, why is your company the best one for me to work with? I love it. You like that? And so then they go out and they, they find thought leaders or, or different people or even hiring managers or recruiters from the companies that they want to work for. They've already got to do informational interviews. Yeah. Anyways, if I already have to interview uh, informational interviews with with these people that work at the companies, why not do it on a podcast? Why not? So are, are ah. 
But you wouldn't have to do multiple episodes. You would just have the one episode, right? I would do multiple episodes. I want to know why before I apply. Why am I going to go work for Coca-Cola? Why am I going to go work for Pepsi? Why am I going to go work for these other companies? Whatever company it is, I'm in the driver's seat then. Yeah. I get to choose, and you have to now sell me and tell me why I'm. why should I go work for your company? So... What are your thoughts on that? Because no one's done it yet. I'm no waiting. one's done it yet, and I'm, I'm curious if companies who are receiving so many resumes, like, I mean, right. I get so many resumes every day. It's, it's ridiculous. There's, And I apologize if you've sent me a resume lately. I'm trying to get through them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but it's just ridiculous. So I'm curious why, and I'm not saying it wouldn't work. I'm okay, just why would through. they come on the show? No. Oh, okay. Why would I, as an employer, mm -hmm. take time to explain to you why you should apply when Got I have you. so many other people applying. Totally, totally understand that because, um, again, it's it's about visibility. So I'll give you an example. You may not go directly at the hiring manager or the recruiter directly, mm -hmm. but what about the employees at the company? Again, informational interviews. I want to gain insight mm -hmm. from the employees that work there, what it's like to work there, right? That makes more sense to me. You see what I'm saying? Yep. Maybe not necessarily the decision makers, but the employees for sure right. like okay if you if i want to get an hr job i'm going to go and, and i'm and i'm interested in toyota and you work in hr at toyota i'm going to go interview you and i'm going to say hey what's it like to work for toyota you do what i do like what's it mm -hmm. like to work there what's the culture like what's the fit you know what you may tell me that it's awful you may tell me that you love it you may tell me who knows um but right. i need to get that insight and so I don't know. It's just a thought I had, the Job Seeker podcast, and I figured if you have to do these informational interviews anyways, it actually will get the people on the other end excited because they're being featured in something, mm -hmm. right? Anytime someone offers you a podcast episode, you're like, kind of like, oh, right? Like, this, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Ooh. So like people actually want to come do this interview with you. Absolutely. So and interesting that you say that because, and I don't, we use a special LinkedIn called Recruiter, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. And now when we push our jobs out there, we have the option to require that they include a video. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Make and it, I've not done it. that yet, but I may start doing that so that I don't get so many resumes. Make them. You yeah. gotta get Work it. Work like, for it. Do it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you've gotta make people, I mean, on one side I feel and I empathize for the job seekers that, that, that are having to jump through hoops. Yes. I do, I empathize. But at the same time, like, look, if you're not going to jump through the hoop, then you're, what are you doing? Like, then the person that does jump through the hoop maybe deserves a job. Like ah, that. there you go. That person who does take yeah. the extra step and goes out and then gets out of their comfort zone and does the video and yep. does all these things that we're talking about. Like, you know, if, I, if I'm hiring, that's the person I want is the person that's going to. And I know, I again, I empathize. I get I go both sides of that because I don't like. A lot of the hoops the employers make the, the these candidates jump through, I'm like, oh, man, it, it beats them down. It really does. It beats them down. Well, and it's even worse now with COVID mm. and all that because I'm telling you, like, what I'm seeing out there are that people, um, companies, because they're virtually interviewing these candidates and sometimes even virtually onboarding and training afterwards, yeah. that they're extending the interview process. I've got one yeah, client awful. that, I'm, I kid you not, did like six interviews. I had a guy 13. Oh. Could you imagine if you did 13 interviews and didn't, didn't get, get the, the job. job? This person didn't get the job. Oh. Mine, 
the six interviews? Luckily, the guy that did the 13 interviews got the job wow. that I worked with. But yes, like the extended, um, um, you know, the extended searches that people go through, the extended hiring processes, all the hoops that they make these candidates jump through, and then you ghost them. Oh, hold up. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. You just made this person do 13 interviews, jump through a billion hoops. Psychologically, you've just really jacked them up. And then you're going to ghost them. Shame on you. Shame on to the employers that are ghosting these candidates. Like, I, y'all have no empathy. You need to change because it's actually going to hurt your brand. Because yeah. that's the first stage before they get into that company. It will hurt your brand. So stop doing that. <laughs> Are you done? I'm, dar I'm done. <laughs> I, I have a lot of empathy for the job seekers. You know, and I do too. And I think that that's something that we all need to remember. I think we get so busy. And, you know, before I started recruiting, I was going to recruiters. I was looking for a job in accounting and finance. And that was my biggest complaint was that I would go meet with them and then I would never hear from them again. Yeah. And they would they'd say, oh, we have all these jobs for you. But then no feedback, no Nothing. follow yep. up. Were they really jobs? I don't know. Yep. So uh, I get it. They want to get you in the pipeline. Yep. You know, get your information in there so that the system can do what it does. And then when the system says, we got a match, then you make a move. And then you talk <laughs> to them and they're your favorite person in the world. Yeah. But And so I'm really trying to change the way that recruiting is done in that respect. Yes. So I want to... I mean, it breaks my heart when job seekers don't get jobs. Mm -hmm. And I know you know that, and that's yep. why we partner so tightly together because there are times when I can't necessarily help a job seeker because I don't have the resources you do, but I can push them to you and I know they're gonna be totally taken care of. So let's talk a little bit real quick, yes. we're almost out of time, yeah, yeah. about those resources that you provide and how you help these job seekers that are in transition. 100%, so we got a lot of different training. Like, oh my gosh, we have so many different training programs. Coaches Corner, uh, the Who You Know Summit. Uh, we got the Job Resource Management Series that's sponsored by uh, Waldorf University. Um, like we have all these different training programs where I'm going to get hands on. You're going to hop on the zoom cause right now it's virtual, but uh, you're going to hop on the zoom, but I'm going to teach you. I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to step by step and it's going to be me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to help you get to that next level. Now coming soon, we're going to have a live summit. Um, I'm super excited cause I got conversations going right now with, with covenant church. Uh, shout out to Covenant Church. They're just awesome. Um, in the end result, we're going to open up the facility and it's going to be like uh, Tony Robbins of Job Search. So I'm, I'm getting, you know, speakers and people that can that can really lift these people up. Not just, hey, here's what you need to do with your LinkedIn. Hey, here's what you need to do with your, yes. with your resume. No, no, no. I'm talking about motivation, education, inspiration. I want to lift them up because they're broken. They're on the bottom and they're hurting. And so I'm so excited about that. If you can see, I'm passionate about it. Um, because that's been my mission and my, my vision long term is I want this thing across churches across all over the country, right? To open their doors. You got the facility. So churches, hear me right now. You've got the facility. Open your doors. Let them in. They're hurting. Do you know how many prayer requests you get from job seekers? Look at your job seeker prayer requests. Open your doors. Get the resources in because you have connections. You have the relationships with companies and all kinds of things. You can, you can, you can do some great things. We got to get the church involved. So there you go. <laughs> so I guess that's what's next for you. Huh? Oh yeah, it's going. Like I see, um, 
What's the, uh, and I should know this, I'm having a brain fart. What's the guy, uh, he does the the money, oh man. Dave Ramsey? Yes, Dave Ramsey. Uh, he's got the financial peace course that's in every church across. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. They, like every church, they offer the financial peace course. I want the Who You Know course across every church in, in, in America. Like I want that going out and I want to lift these people up. That's what we need to do. Well, I think that is a good spot to end this episode on with the summit. And I can't wait to hear more about that. And hopefully I'm, I will be a part of that, I hope. Oh, yeah, 100%. Let's go. Sounds like something I, you know, I want to help people find their career passion so that not only do they have a job, but they love their job. Oh, yeah, that's I mean, I feel like it's so unfair. You love your job. Yes. I love my job. Everybody should get to love their job. 100%. Life's too short. It is. Life's too short. I heard, okay, so I'm doing a search for um, HR right now, and which is out of my wheelhouse. But I talked to a lady today that was a director of HR, and she said the best thing I've ever heard, and I have to share this. Okay. She said, why are you here unhappy? You volunteered to come here today. Nobody made you come here. 100%. So why are you unhappy? Yes. And I was like, we do volunteer to go to work every day. 100%. And if we volunteer to go to work somewhere where we're unhappy, you need to fix that. Yeah, when uh, I remember the first time I saw somebody etch this out, and he, he did the, the, the life cycle, right? Like, yeah. Like you're, uh, you start working around 20 years old, okay? That's usually when most mm -hmm. people start working. They start working around 20, uh, and then they stop when they're like 65, and they retire, hopefully, if you can retire. And so you look at the, the short 20 years before work, and then the short 20 years after, and you go, oh, wow, this is how much I'm, I'm actually spending, like, living and then everything else in the, the middle work. is work yeah right all of it in the middle like you look at your life cycle and you go wow this is how much life i have here's how much i'm working That's... you gotta love what you do yes and uh, it's unfortunate that not a lot of people um have that blessing to love and to be passionate about what they do but one good thing about covid is everybody's kind of woke right we're kind of like hey like i don't have to uh, live in New York or I don't have to live wherever I can move I can work remotely I can do this I can do that I think people are adjusting we kind of we're a little bit more enlightened that absolutely life's short yep like go do what you love to do yep and I've seen a lot of pivots because of that 100% during the COVID pandemic blessing in disguise guys blessing yep. in disguise it's a reset for sure 100% all right so I am not going to ask you all of our VIP questions because I've already asked you <laughs> But I do want to ask you one because I that? think it's the most important one. And I want to see if it's – I don't remember exactly your responses from before, okay. but let's see if it's changed with COVID. All right, let's do it. So what is one thing you do each morning to set your day up for success? Uh, first thing is you get up early. you gotta got to beat the sun up, right? You have to. Um, so I get up at 5 a.m., but I feel like I don't need – like that's not enough time even now. I feel like I need to get up at 4. Um, so right now, um, because we're talking about this, I get up early. Uh, and now I am joining up with uh, uh, Glenn uh, Lundy in uh, the Hashtag Rise and Grind uh, Breakfast with Champions Club um, in Clubhouse. And we have a group there, and it's just fire, inspiration, education, motivation. You hear from some of the top minds uh, in the world. And and he, he asked me to join him in that venture, and I'm like, what, me? Like, we're talking about some super... Uh, high, highly successful folks that I feel like this little guy in this big room 
But you know what? If you're the smartest per person in the room, you're in the wrong. You're in the wrong room. You need to switch rooms. So I just got elevated to a whole new room. That is awesome. And, uh, it's really cool because there's some there's some awesome folks in that room. That is so awesome. Anyway, so that's what I'm doing now. And Clubhouse. So Clubhouse. talk about that just real quickly. What is Clubhouse? It's Clubhouse a is the new app that's on fire right now. Uh, if you're on, uh, if you're on Android, sorry, and I am an Android guy. Uh, it's only on Apple at the moment. They'll open it up, but it's on fire. It's networking on stereo steroids. It is audio only. Um, I've had a club uh, house room open for the past five hours. And right after this show, we're, we're hopping gonna, on. We're hopping on, and uh, we're going to go drop some more uh, bombs in there. So it'll be fun. Well, Trevor, I just have one last thing to say to you. Yes. You remain a VIP. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is awesome. And that's a wrap for today. Join us next week here on the We Are VIP podcast. We'd love to know how we can help you be a VIP. To find out more, log on to wearevip.com.